0: Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. And now, making his way to the podcast studio all the way from Sacramento, California, he eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling. He is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world. Wrestling is still real to him, and he is here to keep good wrestling alive. He is the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast, the one, the only Edgar Avila. The EST is back. We got to see Bianca Belair make her return tonight on Friday Night Smackdown. We also got to see Logan Paul, John Cena, Paul Heyman, but you know who we did not get to see was the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, the Undisputed Champion, was MIA on this Friday Night Smackdown, and we're going to be going over all of this and much, much more here today on this episode of Snug Wrestling Podcast, episode number 77. With me, your host, my name is Edgar, the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast. What's up, everyone? Hope everyone is doing good. Today, we're going to be talking about Friday Night Smackdown that took place in San Antonio, Texas, and this show was really fucking good. Even though we didn't really get to see all of the stars, we got to see all of the stars except one of them, and I'm pretty salty about that, if you can't tell, because I was really looking forward to seeing Roman Reigns, but we didn't get to see Roman Reigns, unfortunately. But it is all good because this show was still really enjoyable i had a really good time watching it and i'm gonna tell you everything that you need to know about this so friday night smackdown october 20th san antonio texas let's go Paul Heyman was in the ring. He started off the show with his dark hair. His hair is looking darker than ever. And this is another sold-out arena. And Paul Heyman, he updates the crowd and everyone watching about Jimmy Uso and how Jimmy Uso caused Cody and his twin brother Jay the Undisputed Tag Team Championships a few days ago on Monday Night Raw. Paul Heyman, the bloodline, and everyone that's a part of the bloodline, they're really proud of Jimmy Uso, it seems like and Paul Heyman says that the LA Times broke the news about Roman Reigns facing LA Knight at the crown jewel but we've been knowing that so LA Times you'll get a late pass for that because we all knew that already even though you broke the news we kind of already expected that Paul Heyman is cutting a promo on LA Knight and the crowd kept chanting LA Knight and they kept chanting yeah and Paul Heyman acknowledges the crowd and he says don't do that I don't like that and Paul heyman also mentions that crown jewel is gonna be the last time that we are gonna see la night yeah because the tribal chief is gonna kick the living crap out of la night and paul heyman you are such a good promo but thank you for coming because here comes mr megastar himself la night and la Knight had me rolling on the floor throughout his whole entire promo because it was just golden la knight comes out and he calls out roman reigns but we get no answer from the tribal chief and paul Heyman he tries to leave the ring and la says paul Heyman, you better bring that ass back here boy if you try to leave i will knock that hair right back to gray again la knight also mentioned that as fast as la knight has risen in the wwe that's how fast he's going to take that undisputed universal championship away from roman reigns and roman reigns He has never faced anyone quite like L.A. Knight And he's going to pull a Michael Myers and keep coming back And I know this is spooky season It's Halloween season But I can do without the Michael Myers lines Other than that, this promo was really good We got to see Paul Heyman We got to see L.A. Knight And these two guys, they have really good chemistry in the ring And we're on the road to Crown Jewel For L.A. Knight versus Roman Reigns for the championship And I cannot wait Up next, Montez Ford versus Santos Escobar. Both of these factions each are in their corners. So Montez Ford, he comes out with Dawkins. Escobar, he comes out with the LWO. I was kind of upset about this because every single time we have people out there in someone's corner, they're bound to get involved and they're bound to ruin a really good singles match. At the beginning of this match, Montez Ford, he's all over Escobar. And Montez is getting a lot of heat on Escobar doing his heelish things, looking like a million dollars. Dawkins was also out there on ringside looking like a million dollars with his really fancy suit. And Montez Ford, he pulled a Tony Storm and pitched to Commercial Break. And I'm like, Montez, that's Tony Storm's gimmick. What are you doing? When we come back from Commercial Break, Montez Ford is still in control and Santos Escobar is getting his ass handed to him by Montez Ford. But shortly after that, Escobar takes down montez ford finally and escobar hits montez ford with this famous Hurricane Rana from the top rope that these two they love doing every time these two guys are in the ring they always go for that spot where they stand together in the top rope face to face like they're about to kiss each other and they take a really really long time so they can get their balance and so santos escobar can put his legs on montez ford's shoulders and throw him off the top rope and what do you know the lw UL and Angelo Dawkins do end up getting involved, and Montez Ford ends up winning with a surprise roll-up, and there's an afterbirth. The Street Profits get heat on Santos Escobar, but Carlito Caribbean Cool comes out for the save with the chair in hand, and the Street Profits, they clear the ring. So, I was 1,000% wrong about my prediction of this match. I was expecting Santos Escobar to win it, but Montez Ford made me look like a complete goof in this one. The Pretty Deadly they're in another goofy video package. It looked like an erotic video backstage and they were in a spa living the dream and they were talking about Taylor Swift and just being really really goofy. But then the Broly Bruce showed up in this video package and attacked the Pretty Deadly in the spa and this just seemed like a typical NXT video package like NXT they Really go over the top with this overly produced video packages that are just so ridiculous. I don't know how else to explain it, but this was worse than the video packages that I'm used to seeing on NXT. So the Pretty Deadly, they're back to doing their goofiness. And then we get the Bloodline. The Bloodline there in the backstage segment. And Jimmy is so proud of himself. And Jimmy, he's calling the plays. He's the second string quarterback blue 42 and jimmy nailed the touchdown because he caused cody Rhodes and jay uso the tag team championships and did you guys see it did you all see it jimmy is making sure that everyone saw this yes we all saw this yes you did a really good job for the bloodline jimmy congratulations john cena he gets an in ring promo as soon as john cena comes out he gets thank you cena chance and i'm like thank you for what you haven't even done anything yet and Cena. Cena says that it's been 2,002 days since he has won a singles match. Since 2018, John Cena has not won one singles match, and that's a really fucking long time. But maybe if you just wrestled more often, Cena, maybe you wouldn't have those numbers. And then John Cena talks about retirement, and I can't take another retirement speech this week. We already had one the other day, and this is just another reminder that I am getting Old. All of my heroes are getting old. Someone just kill me now. And Cena offered up what sounded like an open challenge, and I was expecting to see a jobber, maybe a mid Carter, or someone that's gonna come out here and give Cena an easy match, an easy win, just to break the streak. But instead, Solo Sokoa's music hits, and here comes Big Badass Solo, and they go at it. They being Solo and John Cena. Too many pronouns, pal, and. They there's no referee and this is not an official match and then here comes Jimmy so Jimmy and Solo they start outnumbering John Cena and there's this mysterious masked man wearing all black who hits the ring and no I'm not talking about Rey Mysterio and attacks Jimmy Uso and ends up being Jey Uso the Smackdown security then rush Jey Uso because he's not supposed to be there because he is a star from Monday Night Raw and he's totally invading smackdown right now then john cena hits solos koa with the aa but john cena he's still on a losing streak when we come back from commercial break jay uso he's in the principal's office with nick aldis the new general manager of friday night smackdown and adam pierce is also in the office so now we have two people that are invading friday night smackdown adam pierce the general manager from raw and jay uso a superstar from raw and pierce and adam they get into a little argument, and they start talking about fines. Well, Jimmy Uso should be fined ten thousand dollars for invading Raw, and Jay Uso should also be fined. And I thought this was perfect. This was excellent. Just in time for Survivor Series, things are gonna start heating up between Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. And Nick Aldis gets Jay Uso and Adam pierce escorted from the building, which Adam pierce was not too happy about, and said, "Let." the games begin. And what games is that Adam Pierce? Are you trying to make a war games reference? Because if you are then let's fucking do it. The Maverick Logan Paul. Fresh out of an undecisive win looking greater than ever versus a scumbag. No not MJF. Although that would be really good to see in a WWE ring. Never say never maybe in 2024. If you can just imagine it. Logan Paul versus MJF. Talk about a dream match. But no, Logan Paul, he mentions that he's already beaten Mysterio a long, long time ago. Back when Dominic Mysterio was still Ray's son. Back when Roman Reigns used to wrestle. Back when LA Knight didn't even have a job in the WWE. Man, Logan Paul, you are a straight dick. And I love it wait and logan paul says i'm not here for Rey mysterio i'm here for that u.s title yes ray i love you but let's give logan paul a shot at this and it is official we are going to be seeing Rey mysterio versus logan paul at crown jewel for the u.s championship belt and that was easy and i can't wait logan paul says buena suerte amigo which translates to i'm totally gonna kick your ass up next we have a tag team match theory and grace Waller versus Dragon Lee and Cameron Grimes. We get some tag team action and Dragon Lee from Jalisco Mexico. I never get tired of hearing that. That never gets old. I love hearing that on national TV. And Cameron Grimes, he's an absolute maniac in the ring. We hardly get to see this guy and I hope that we get to see him more often. Lee and Grimes, they're in total control, but Austin Theory and Grayson Waller, they ended up getting the win unexpectedly out of nowhere. And Theory and Grayson Waller, they're a tag team to be reckoned with. Future tag team competitors? I'm afraid so. Yes, indeed. We also get an interview with Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is wearing a old school Yokozuna shirt, and I was like, hold on, wait a minute. But Kevin Owens, ironically enough, he did mention the fact that it is pure coincidence that he's wearing that shirt when Kevin Owens was asked about the bloodline. And Kevin Owens, he seems. happy to be on SmackDown, and he's just happy to have the opportunity to smack new people in the face. And the main event for the Women's Championship, Sky versus Charlotte Flair. The match starts, and not long after the match started, the damage control were already getting involved. Sky, I can never get tired of putting Sky over because she just makes it look so easy. The high spots, the rope spots, everything. She does it really smoothly and really impressive. But Bayley, she keeps getting involved throughout this match over and over again. And it looked like Charlotte was about to get the win. Charlotte hit a couple spears on Sky, But Bayley, again, breaks the count by putting Sky's leg on the rope. And Sky pulled a Bret Hart here from WCW versus Goldberg. Because Charlotte Flair went for another spear. But Sky was holding onto the belt so charlotte accidentally speared the belt instead of Sky, and Sky, she's been doing her homework Sky retained and defeated charlotte flair one two three it wasn't a clean win but she still managed to pin the queen so Sky is still the champ not too shabby for a friday night smackdown not too shabby for not seeing roman reigns but i guess i am kind of used to not seeing roman reigns on friday night smackdown we got to see him last week i was kind of looking forward to seeing the travel chief this week but we didn't what the fuck but anyways that was friday night smackdown let me know what you guys think hit me up at snug wrestling thank you all for listening and i will talk to you later